Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Nitzavim, Tuf Shin Pei Beis. The last time we will be saying that. Uh, next week's scheduling note, I'm not sure if there'll be a shir on Motsoi Tzom Gedalia. Um, we'll see. For Parshas Vayelach, it might be uh, Shabbos Shuva focused um, next week, so we'll see what, uh, what I have time for. I will try, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, after that. Um, and then Nitzavim is Motsoi Yom Kippur. I don't think we'll have a shir then. Um, and then we'll see. We'll see when we start. But either way, this is through really our 14th cycle, our 14th machzor, finishing up uh, Tavshin Pei Beis. Baruch Hashem, what it's chus it is to be able to study the Torah Kedosha with uh, with all of us. Um, also, just uh, I was asked to announce the uh, there's a Sefer Shalom Rav on Yamim Noraim that's out of Mosada Rav Cook, so it should be getting to America any day. Um, there is. Uh, uh, representative in YU that has that has them, but um, if anybody, uh, you know, the, the Masada Cook website has it. Uh, it's a number of chubadrushes and other sichos, um, and uh, feel free to um, to take advantage. That's again, that's Shalom Rav in Hebrew on the Yom Naran. Okay, but we get into now Parshas Nitzavim, Tavshin Pei Beis, again the last Shabbos of the year. Um, as we um, get into, I heard the uh, last week. Again, we have one more, but. Um, the Gemara that says, right? If the Gemara that says, if Bnei would keep two Shabbosos, it could be any two Shabbosos. But the last two Shabbosos, Shabbos Lichos, and then the Shabbos after, we could also have personal Geula as well. So we have to look at it as, as, as that. Um, as we celebrated today, Chaf Elul also, the, uh, the Yom Bria Sa'olam, the day of the creation of the world was today. If day six was of Maisa Bracious when Adam was created, is Rosh Hashanah. So then working backwards, today was day one of Maisa Bracious. So we all have to recreate ourselves as well uh, at this time of year because Jews always take ends and make them into beginnings. That's what we do. Right? We take an end and we just... Uh, we. Make it that uh, we take a Simchas Torah and we start Bracious. We never end. We're always looking at beginnings. That's what we have to do uh, at this time of year to recreate ourselves. Okay, Atem Nitzavim. A short parsha, but a lot to say. Atem Nitzavim, Ayom Kolchem. You are all standing here. Lifnei Hashem Alokechem. We will spend some time on the first Pasik of the parsha. And we'll quote from a sefer that we never quoted from before, the Chamudi Daniel. I got it this summer. Rav Daniel Stein is a Rebbe in, uh, in YU. And uh, beautiful Sefer, he has in source number one. Atabni Tavim Hayom Kochem. Pierce Rashi, as Rashi quotes, Lefi Shahayu Yisrael Yotzim Mi Parnas Laparnas Mi Moshe Yoshua. Right, there's a transfer of leadership at this moment. Lefi Chachasa Osam Matseva Kedela Zarzam. Because there is a transfer, so Hashem, uh, Moshe gathered them together to, to, you know, make, to take leave of them. To take leave of them. What does that mean? He gathered them together. So he quotes a number of sources. That's the the uh, the way of the sefer. He has a mimer with a number of different mafarshim um, that he collects, and he quotes from Rebluch, the Rosh Hashiva in in tells Nitzavim hu laamod mimalachayev sheragobo. Nitzavim means to stop and to think and to reflect. Nitzavim to stand. So much of life, we're running, we're pushing, we're busy. But in order to get the most of life, we have to stop and think about what we're about to do. Right? What does the Ramchal talk about? First, Zahirus. First, Zahirus. The Yetzirah wants us to rush and go and not think. Throughout Tanakh, we have If we really think about something before we do it, we surely will make the right decision. We're each Selim Elohim. We all want to do the right thing. We just don't think about doing the right thing. So we act and then we try to figure it out afterwards. But if we focused on it, right? David Chashavti Darki V'yashiva Raglai Aleid Vosecha. If I think about it, Chashavti Darki Kasher Adam Choshev Umizbonin B'Drachav Az Bevada Yashav Umitzvah Hashem. So as Klai Yisrael are going to the next generation, a very difficult transition. There will never be a more difficult transition in the history of the Jewish people than from going from the door of Moshe Kibbutz Torah Misinai 
and going to Masara Yoshua. There'll never be a jump like that. There'll never be such a qualitative change. All the rest of the Doros, there is a, um, a um, Yeridas HaDoros, according to Chazal, in a certain sense, but there's always a Hemshech. But Moshe and Yoshua was a Hemshech, but it was, it, was, it, was very, it was very different. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu had to get them standing up, think, and focus on what's going to be. Nitzavim ayom kochem. Realize I'm not going to be here forever, giving them that last pep talk. Vizel on line 44, 34. And this is such an important stage of tshuva. Shekodim kol. There's no way that we will ever be able to improve any area of our life, to, to improve any midah, unless we stop and think about it. Unless we focus on it. Unless we realize that we want to do better. That's why before we have the bracha of tshuva in Shmona Esrei, first, first use seichel. First use intellect and think. First it has to be thought out. First it has to be thought out. And then he quotes, Hayom, right, this Vasemes, the name of uh, the Svar in the Chushi Arim, Hayom, Rosh Hashanah, Nitzavim Hayom Kochem. Right, Hayom, why? Every year, this, this is a new stage in transition. Tavshin Pei Beis, Tavshin Pei Gimel. It's a new stage that we're getting into. We hope a stage of bracha, a shana blessed with all the brachas. But it's all about first thinking. And we have so many examples in Tanakh of people who didn't think. And therefore we saw what happened to them. In Mitzrayim, we know by Makas Barad, after how many Makas? Dam, Svardei, Akinim, you would think that the Mitzrayim, everybody would be convinced at least, at least there's a chashash. At least a maybe. At least maybe Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the truth. Maybe I should, might as well put my animals inside. I, it can't hurt. What does the Pasuk say? The ones that feared God, they put their animals inside. Those who do not place their heart, they left their animals outside. They didn't even think there was a, there was a chashash that it might happen. There's already been seven makos, six makos, and Moshe's been right every time, and there were dams for a day, Akinim, Arav, Dever, Shechin. So, there have been so many, they just had boils, they didn't remember. It's going to happen? Nah, it's okay. I don't, it wasn't even a, a, a possibility. It wasn't even a possibility. And that's the general populace, but there's another idea, the Targum Yonasan, on the Pasuk says, who, are the, who is being referred to? By Hayare, Vashalob Sam Libo, Vayazov, it's referring to that three, the triumvirate that the Gemara in Soda talks about, Paro's cabinet. Who is in Paro's cabinet? Eov, Bilam, and Yisro. Hayare Estavar Hashem, Ze Eov, Shehazin, Vehemid, Baasharaz Moshe Rabbeinu, that believed in Moshe. Vyasafas, Kol Bale Achaim Shalo, Lutok Beso. So who was the Yare? That was Eov. Vashalob Sam Libo, Devar Hashemu, Bilam. Bilam? Nah, he was the one that gave the uh, the advice for the final solution in Mitzrayim. He left his animals outside. And fascinating. So Bilam didn't have any animals left, except for one. That's the Ason that he rode on. That's the only animal that he had left after Makas Barad. Bilam didn't have a horse. Bill didn't have any more glamorous animals. He just had an aton. And even after that, he's going to curse the Jews. They even said, So he has to admit to them. Yes, admit to them. Yeah, I don't have any horses left. How many horses left? And this is what the. Uh, and he was still going. And he was still going. Bilam was not one to focus. Bilam was not one to think. And that's why the Chavetz Chaim points out, he, counts, he quotes on the top of the next page, In Parsha's Balak, there are no breaks. Right? There are no Parsha's Psuchos in the whole Parsha. Why? Because Bilam didn't stop to think. Bilam didn't take a break. He just went straight. And when we don't take a break, 
then what we want doesn't come out. If we don't plan out what we want to happen, any event in life, whether it's a simcha, whether it's a program, whether it's a tefillah, if we don't plan out what we want to happen, we're not nitzavim, then when we get to Vayelech, it's, it's not going to turn out the way we want it to. And he continues and says, and there's one more example. The Pashup Shad of the Psukim, not only what Chazal say. The Pasuk says, by the Miraglim, Kalev was trying to get them to stop and think. Kalev was trying his best. Surely when a, when a fire of, of anger and, and argument is within a person, we have to answer quickly. We have to not, 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 not uh, think about it. In any case of road rage, if a person involved would just think, there wouldn't be such a concept. Because we'd realize, is it worth it to, hang the, to honk the guy for 30 seconds straight? Right? Is, is, is it worth it to go and try to speed up and, and stare him down? If we would just think about it. So, here we have it in the, by the Miraglim. Oh, first, before we get to the Miraglim, he quotes the Birchas Peretz that we've quoted often, that many quote, I would say one of the more well-known stiplers on Chumash about the frogs, about hitting the frogs. Right, every time they hit the frog, Hazal tell us it became more frogs. They asked the stipler, so why don't they just stop hitting the frog? They saw every time they hit the frog, it, st- they, it went more, and we've quoted often, because that's what anger does to a person. It makes a person out of control. They can't think. They, they don't know what they're doing. They don't just tell them, that, because they didn't stop and think. Because if we stop and thought, then all of the results, all of the results would be, would be different. And then he says, maybe... He says, Venira, he says, maybe that's, maybe that's Vayahas Kalev. Kalev silenced the Am. Chazal say, Rashi quotes it, what do you mean he silenced the Am? He got up on a chair and said, you know what Ben Amram did for us? And they thought he was going to say something bad. And really he said, you know what he did? He gave us the Mon and he gave us the this and he gave, he gave it everything. He took us out of Mitzrayim and gave us the Torah. But really, Vayahas, he quieted them. He was trying to get them to be quiet for a few minutes and just to stop and think about what's going on. Hashem promised you Eretz Yisrael. Sha'alkein be'emsa ha-meret shalom In the middle of the meret, k'shehizchala v'ikuach lehizpateach, when the argument started to develop, v'yahas kalev esha'om. Klomar, sha'kalev hishkit eskala'am l'rega l'achshov u'lehizponein. Just stop and think. And the Torah praises him for it. He tried. It's so hard. Again, we talk about this by anger, specifically, right? We have a, you know, count to ten, have an anger jacket, but, but it really it applies to every area of life. Every area of Avodah Hashem. Before davening, right? What does Chazal tell us? That's a halacha, according to Shulchan Aruch. We're supposed to sit before davening to think about what we're about to do. But we don't do that. We just, hopefully, we get there not too late. But the halacha is really to get there before and to think. Because the more we're in Yitzavim, then the more successful will be our Vayelech. Once that starts. Okay. Moving right along. Atem nitzavim hayom kolchem. Again, we're going to spend some time on the first pasuk. You are all standing here today. Lifnei Hashem alokechem, Rashechem shatechem. Kol ish Yisrael. Kol ish Yisrael. And many mefarshim ask about the double lashon. It says kolchem, you're all standing here. But it also says kol ish Yisrael. So it already said you're all here. Why repeat the kol ish Yisrael? So we have a double lashon also. On um, on uh, on Yantif, right? Yana de Yoma, Rosh Hashanah, Meloch Kol Haolam Kulo. We discussed that in the past. Meloch Kol Haolam Kulo Bechodecha, Kol Haolam Kulo. What's the what's the double lashon of Kol Haolam Kulo? So the Taz, I think, on Shulchan Aruch says it's not Rubok Kulo. It's Kol Haolam Kulo. It's not that Hashem is is rules over the majority of the world. Rove, Rubok Kulo. We have an halacha often. Rove is like the majority. No, no, no. Kol ha'olam kulo, says the Taz, you're not relying on Rove. Every single detail. Every insect in the Amazon. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of. The millions of, of species of birds. It's, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of Kal HaOlam Kulo. But what does it mean here? Here we're talking about people. I'm not talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his Malchus. What's the double ashon of Nitzavim Ayom Kolchem Kal Ish Yisrael. Lachari quotes here from the contemporary Sefer Lachos Benoam Hashem. Yeshkan Kefa Lashon. It says again, Kol Ish Yisrael. So he qu- quotes from first the Sefer Gan Raveh. Not sure who that is. Based on the Medrash, that Hayom, as we saw before, according to the Svarim, it could be referring to Rosh Hashanah. You're here. You're here for Yom Hadin. And even in context, even if it's not Rosh Hashanah, right? We just had the brachas and the klolos. So it's it's a, it's a issue of din. We stand in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu every day. So we're standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Din, Adin, one of the great Eitzes, one of the great advice that we have from the Torah and from Chazal, to be saved. The Olios Ba'achtos is to connect to each other. To connect to each other. That's how we stay strong. That's how we stay strong, to be connected. I quoted a couple of years ago, the huge redwoods in California, these huge trees. So they quote... It's on, it's, on, uh, it's on the internet, so it must be true. Right? They quote that the roots of the huge redwoods don't go down so deeply. It's compared to other trees. It doesn't go down so deep. So how do they survive all these thousands of years? They interconnect with each other. The roots are interconnected, so they're as strong as the entire forest is. And that's the way they stay strong. Right? They interconnect with each other. That's this pshat. Nitzavim ayom kolchem. You want to survive, you want to be strong, you want to be nitzavim for a long time, so the way we do it is by being connected. Kolchem. But, one might think then that if one is standing in judgment, then I'm totally blurred. But I, I want to get some good things, I did some good things that I want you know, the judge to know about personally. Ach ba'achdus yuchalios gam chisaron. Right? If there's so much achdus, then you don't even see the individuals. Right? You don't see the the um, personal. If everybody's so together and everybody's jumping on each other, and so what does it say in Dvarma? If there's just a kulchem, then it could be a lack of structure. It could be everybody in a Everybody in a huge auditorium just standing around. No, no, no. Everybody has their own seat. There's kolchem, but there's also, you know, there aren't just huge benches to sit on. Everybody has their own seat. Lachain kan, kishabah Torah muramezes lanu, shechadeli natal biyomadin, yislios ba'achtus kolchem, achmi kal makom, tzorach ladas, still, tzorach ladas has bekomu shal kal echad, Right, everyone according to to their madrega. Shot number one, the double kolchem. You're all together, and that's how you have to do by din, because there's a tremendous zchus uh, to be together. But that doesn't mean that we lose our individuality. That doesn't mean that we uh, are all just the sum. Right, just again relating this to Inyana Dioma, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Gives three pshatim. Um, you know what? Let's let's continue first, and we'll say it afterwards. He gives another pshat. Oh, Nira Lavar b'siyata d'shmaya. Also, line fourteen. Datem nitzavim ayom kolchem koyal yom rosh hashanah. And Chazal say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is soker kulam b'skira achas. V'yim kin yecholim lavoki lu yachshvu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu puts us all together. He's not mavchin. It's similar to the first idea. The first idea was just that everybody is in the proper seat, whoever wants to get front seat, back seat, box seats. But the second one is saying is specifically in Din. We're all here, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done each of us personally. It's a similar similar idea, but related to that one could connect it to the Gemara and Mesechah's Rosh Hashanah that talks about that we go in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kibnei Maron. Like Bnei Maron, like what does Bnei Maron mean? Gemara has three pshatim. What is B'nai Maron? K'b'nai Rana, like sheep. That's how we go in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. K'ma'alot she'bet charon, going up on a, on a cliff that's single file. Or K'chayalot she'l'bet David. 
right? The arm, the soldiers of David, Amalekh. So again, many drushas have been built based on those three ideas. What does each one symbolize? But to take two out of three for us, Bnei Imrana and Chayalot Shal Beit Imrana, sheep. All the sheep are the same. On the one hand, we're judged all together. We have the Koach of the Tzibor. That's Imrana. We come together. But there's also there's also the other one, Ma'alot Shal Beit I meant. Right? Single file going up the cliff. There's no room for two people to walk up there. Right? Single file. One at a time. Also, one might say, just thinking about it now, Chayalos shall beit David, based David, that, that has both. Kibbeneh Imrana, all the sheep are the same. That's fully tzibur. Kamalot beit charon, that's fully singular. It's only one at a time. In an army, you have the whole army, but you have individual jobs. So two of them are the separate unit, the separate idea, and then one of them has both. But that's this idea here that we have, that we're both together, an individual within that, within that togetherness. Okay, one more idea on the first Pasuk, and then we'll move on. One more idea. I was looking for something else, but I found this. Why am I looking in the Haggadah Shal Pesach? I happen to be looking for something on Shabbat Shuvah, and this popped up to me, and it was on this week's Parsha. So, Hashkacha, we're going to use it now, and it's not in the Drash Moshe, because I also had a Drash Moshe open, which we're going to see later in the Shir, but it's a thought from Ramosha Feinstein from, in the Haggadah Arzi Halavanon. Ramosha says, he has a comment on the first Pasuk. Let's just ask the question first, and then we'll get back to his answer. The Pasuk says, again, you're standing in front of Hashem. Rashechem Shiftechem. Zeknechem Vishodrechem. So how many, how many groups of people are listed there? Rashechem, Shiftechem, Zeknechem, Vishodrechem. So you might have said four. Rashechem, your heads. Shiftechem, your shvatim, ziknechem, your elders, shotrechem, your police. Is that four? So what, is it, what, are, what are heads? That it's not in order. If you're talking about the the special elders, the special grouping, so what's shiftechem? That's everybody. So maybe that's why Rashi adds in one letter. Rashi adds in a letter. Rashechem, shiftechem, rashechem, lit shiftechem. Puts in a lamid. Rashechem, the heads of your shvatim. And the Zakanim and the Shotrim. And then call it Yisrael. Then it's in order. Beautiful. Ask Rav Moshe, why does the Torah leave out the Lamed? Rashi has to stick it in for us. Why didn't the Torah just say Rashechem Lishiftechem? Kasha. I don't know if I've ever noticed the Lamed before. That Rashi adds that in. You just read the Rashi so quickly you don't notice what Rashi is doing. But Rashi, Rashi adds in to make the Pasuk flow. Says Rav Moshe, source number four. He says this in the Haggadah on, on the end, by Echad Miodea, on Shnei Masar Shiftaya. Inyan hischalkus hashvatim. Lohaya inyan shal gashmius. The splitting of the shvatim, the twelve tribes amongst Israel, is not a physical splitting. I mean, people are different. And Guzabi are different. Like, but even within Ruvain and within Zvulun, we're different people. But the real root difference between Ruvain and Shimon and, and Yisachar is not a physical difference. His agdus, It's not a separation to help us uh, in our physical world. We have 12 shvatim because Hashem wanted to give room for many different ways of religious expression within the larger framework of Avodah Hashem. But it doesn't have to be homogeneous. There are 12 Shvatim. There's Halachalamaisa for this split. Right? Shvatim have to be, you know, in there. In their place, we know for Yovel, the Gemara Memzech has Arachin, not just do most of the Jews have to be in Eretz Yisrael, most of the Jews have to be in Eretz Yisrael, and the Shvatim have to be in their specific spots in Eretz Yisrael. But also the spots. Why? We're all here. Even if, let's say, all the Shvatim are in their own groups in a different place. No, but there's a spiritual power of each area of Eretz Yisrael that connects to the, to the Shevet. Every Shevet has their own way of serving Hashem. 
And all the drachim and all the ways are appropriate. Like we know, many mafarshim point out, parshas naso, right? All the shvatim, everyone gave, except for Aaron Akoin, right? Everyone gave the same exact karbanos to be mechanech lemizbeach. And what's the, what was the only difference? Nothing physical. Right, that reflected the only difference was the kavana. The only difference was the ruchnius element. Everyone is different. Right, we know, I think it's the Shlach Kadosh quotes from the Arizal, there's 12 windows in a shul. Right, the minute of having 12 windows to symbolize the windows in Shamayim, because every Shevet has their own window in Shamayim, that the tefillah goes through. Tefillah goes through. And he even says, like people say, the Melitza of people, we know the Tefillin Shalrosh and the Tefillin Shalyad. The Tefillin Shalrosh has four different compartments, it's four different klafim. Tefillin Shalyad is one klaf, because when it comes to the hearts, the heart of the Jews are all the same. We're all one heart connected. It's one klaf. We all think differently and serve Hashem differently using our intellect. And that's why there's the Rosh, connected the brain, right? There's different sections because we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in different ways. But the difference within the Shvatim is, is there's, an, there's an essential difference in Ruchnius in every Shevet. The problem is that most of the Shvat, most of us, Ame Ha'aretz, most of us, you know, Hamonan, we don't know those differences, Right? If somebody from Yisachar meets somebody from uh, Naphtali, they're not going to know, like, what's your essence? What's my essence? I have no idea. So we need our leaders. We need our leaders. Our leaders know the difference. Our leaders are, are, are able to figure it out. Right? When we have our leaders, that's from Yimosa Mashiach, when we know which Shvatim we're from, and all the Shvatim are there, with their degel and with their, their color, right? The heads are going to tell us. The Rosh, the Roshehem, right? Roshehem are going to tell us. So now Ramosha says on the top of the next page. So now he asks the question, why is the Lamed missing? Why is the Lamed missing? So he says, Since every Shevet is different in spirituality, most of us are involved in the world and we can't focus and think about our unique avoda. Every Yechidim, individuals in every Shevet, are involved in these high-level ideas. But the whole Shevet isn't. It says, Rashechem, your heads... In essence, they're the Shvatim, because they're the ones that know. They are the Shvatim. They have the Achrayas of the Shvatim. They know exactly the messages to transfer to Klal Yisrael, to the rest of the Shevet. Rashechem, Shivtechem. Right? Your heads capture what the Shevet is all about. And it's their job to transfer it to the rest of the, to the rest of the Shevet. And he says, Vahayom, he says, B'nai Torah, he says, everyone walking around as an Orthodox Jew is really Rashechem L'Shevtechem. Right, right now, we don't know, you know, Yehuda, Binyamin, those are the two that we're from, unless I'm a Kohen or a Levi. So, we you know, Torah, Chesed, Avodah, let's focus on those. One of those is, is our essence. Okay. So we continue now in the Parsha. And we have in the Parsha, a little later on, Pasuk Chavches, right before Ravi. Hanistaros l'Hashem alokeinu. We'll talk about this Pasuk a little bit. The hidden things are to Hashem. Vahaniglos lanu ulevaneinu ad olam. And the revealed things are for us and for our children forever. La'asos is called divriyat Torah hazos. To do all of this Torah. What exactly is this Pasuk talking about? What is it referring to? What's the Pasuk referring to? The hidden things and the revealed things. What's going on here? So Rabbeinu Bachai, in classic style, summarizes five pshatim to the Pasuk. He quotes all of the great Rishonim before him, and then he says his own pshat. First he says Rashi. We'll look at Rashi. Everyone learns Rashi. The Rishonim learned Rashi. 
right? The Ramban calls him the Bechor. I think I mentioned in the past, the unbelievable halacha, that if we think about it, just reflects the godless of Rashi, we just take it for granted. There's halacha in the Gemara, Masechah's Bracha, Shnai Mikra Vechatargam. We have to lean, lean, uh, do the, do the sedra twice with unculus. And we know nowadays, oh, Rashi counts. How could Rashi get in there to the din of the Gemara? Rashi was 700 years after the Gemara. How did Rashi get to be a fulfillment of the din of the Gemara of Shnai Mikra Vechatargam? And Targum could be your unculus Melo, unculus was a Tana. But Ra- how did Rashi get that? Hashibus and the Rishonim quote him. Because that's Rashi. That's Rashi. As Rabbeinu Tam quoted, his grandson. I can imagine how Rashi wrote his commentary on the Gemara. But I can't imagine how he wrote his commentary on Chumash. It's Rabbeinu Tam. So Rashi, we start with Rashi. Hanistaros l'ashem alokeinu. V'yem tomer, the hidden things are to Hashem. V'yem tomru ma'biyadinu lasos. Harimanish asarabim malirurei ayachid. Hashem, you're going to punish us for the averis of the others that I don't know. The hidden things, if your friends do Averis Bitsina, I'm not holding you responsible for that. You don't know. But what's revealed is a Mitzvah Tochacha. Call Yisrael Revim Zelazeh. That's what's being told. You're responsible for your fellow Jews, whatever you know about it. If you could help uplift somebody, if you help somebody stop doing it, then you have to do it. Okay, don't worry about the Nistaros. Rashi adds, though, it's a message of Arvus. That's Rashi. Says the Rabbeinu Bachai, he quotes Rashi, and it's Arvus. Number one. Number two, he quotes the Ramban. The Ramban says, Ramban Zal Kasav, line 13, We're not talking about other people. We're talking about ourselves. Hanistaros, the Averis that I don't even realize that I did. Hanistaros. I did something by accident. Cleanse me from the Nistaros. Okay, we don't know. That's not really so much that we're responsible for. Hanistaros Hashem Hashem can hold on to those. Right, we have to take care of those. Okay, referring to sins. The Ebenezer, he quotes, Hachacham, Rebbe Avraham, is referring to specifically Avodah Zarah. Hanistaros, Mishayabod, Avodah Zarah, Beseser, Mishpato, Biyad Hashem, Yisbar, Hu Yifar Mimenu. Okay, three. Four, the Rambam. He quotes the Rambam. The Shamati B'Shem HaRambam. I heard in the name of the Rambam, says Rabbeinu Bachai. So the Rambam got to Spain. Right, Veshamati Meshem Rambam Zal Pirish Pasuk Zeh Hanistaros Hashem Elokeinu Yomar Sodos Hatorah Hanistarim V'Taam Hamitzvos L'Shem Yisalahem. The hidden reasons and messages of mitzvos—that's in Hashem's domain. Meaning motivation and background and reasons for mitzvos Hanistaros Hashem Elokeinu Vim Yizka Adab Shikach Azno Shemetz Minhom. And if a person understands it a little bit but not fully, that makes no difference in terms of what you have to do. Haniglos lanu levanenu. Laasos is called divrei torazos. Al yipater bekach men haniglos shelo yasa mitzvah binyan gufani. Ain lo limanami said. Just because you can't understand it fully, cannot do it. Shari haniglos levanenu laasos. Vahapirish and he quotes. Vahapirish hazeh baatzmo. Shehem yakar v'sapir. This is a diamond, says Rabbeinu Bachai. This pshat. Right? Hanistaros l'Hashem elokeinu. The ultimate reasons for mitzvot are l'Hashem elokeinu. Vahaniglos, but the ma'isa mitzvah, you have to do it no matter what. Maybe he's referring to the Rambam at the end of Sefer Avoda, the end of Sefer Kabanos. Avol enu ben yinaparshi. He doesn't think that's the pshat pshat. And me, the Rambam didn't either. V'yitachem l'faresh. Now he says his pshat. His pshat. What is Hanistaros? 
He says, what's the context? Look at the previous Pasuk. Hashem's going to put us in Golos. Vayashlichem el Eretz Acheres. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, Nistaros are those years when we are hidden. The years of Golos. When we're hidden in our relationship. The Golis is so long, and he said this in the 1200s, right? He said this 800 years ago. And the end is closed off and hidden. We are hidden. And the Golas is hidden. And the, and the end of the Golas is hidden. Ein lanu bo shum yediyah ki hu inyan nistar. L'ashem al-kein lavado. Only Hashem knows. There's no Kabbalist out there that knows when Mashiach is coming. For sure. Right? Hanistaros l'ashem al-kein. Ein itanu yodea adma. I'm not a... No, I'm sure there's messages. I shouldn't... Not that I know of. Vahaniglos lodu lavanei. What's niglos? Klomar. When the Nistaros turn into Niglos, when Mashiach comes, Bismana Geula, Lanu Levaneno Lavasos Kadavriatara Azos. You know what this passage is saying? That when Mashiach comes, we're going to still be doing the same things. We're going to be Osik Batora. We're going to be learning, we're going to have Shirim. Rabbi Nabachai, numerous times in his commentary, picks up sukkim that we don't think are like basic, major announcements about our religion, and he takes them, and this Pasuk, Torah is forever. L'netzach nesachim. Hanistoros l'ashem alokeinu v'haniglos, l'arnu l'vaneinu adolam l'asos is called divriat Torah The niglos, when the Nistoros turn into niglos. Lo debatel bizmam and azmanim, v'yafilu bizman ha-mashiach, v'kiyim Torah's Moshe, Shove v'cholzman. Bein bizman ha-nistoros, shehu ha-galos, that's Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar's own, own pshat. Okay, three, four, five, five different pshatim. You could say over uh, any of them over the uh, over Shabbos. And then there's a drush. There's a drush on the pasuk quoted here. Mipi Ashmua in Surah number seven. Right, they have the pasuk and Nistaros and Niglos Lasos. Chachamenu Amru. The Chazal tell us that the reason, this is like connected to the Rambam's uh, pshat, the reasons for mitzvahs weren't given to us or revealed. Right, Hashem didn't want, imagine if there's a king that says to his subjects, you see this forest over here, forest there, there's apples and oranges and peaches and nectarines, the apples, I'll give you 10 ruble for. The nectarines, I'll give you 6 ruble for it. Everybody's going to go to the apples. Which, which is the best bang for my, you know, for my action. Hashem didn't want us to just go all congregate around certain mitzvos. Hashem gave us a whole package. Didn't tell us what's, what's more schar than others. Right? The Mishnah tells us in the Pirkei Avos. Right? We do all of them. They weren't revealed because Hashem wants us to do all of them. Point one. Point two. There were two mitzvahs that Hashem told us. Chazal pick up on it. There's more than two. There's more than two. But two of the mitzvahs that there's a schar recorded is or a very serious, heavy mitzvah. And a mitzvah kala, shiluach hakan, just shooing away the mother bird. Again, there are other mitzvahs. Right? We have uh, you know, uh, proper Weights and measures also have arichus yamim and others. But here to these two, kibud aveim and shiloh hakan. Those are two of the, the the ones that Chazal pick up on. So one example, one of the most kasheh chamer mitzvahs, one of the most kal mitzvahs. They both have the same schar arichus yamim to show us that no, we don't know, we don't know. You have to do all of them. Call mitzvahs so now he says, with those two points, number one, the mitzvahs were hidden, the schar was mitzvah, so we do all of them. Two of them were given to teach us that they're all the same. So now he says, now read the Pasuk. Hanistaros l'ashem elokeinu, hister Hashem yisbarach me'itonu, esmatan schar shal mitzvahs, the nistaros Hashem kept it hidden, like the Rambam said. Vahaniglos, there are two revealed ones. One lanu, one levanenu. 
There's only two exceptions, right? Or two of the exceptions. Most of them are one is Lanu, that's Shiloh Hakan, and one is Levanenu, Kibravaim. Why is this whole system set up? Laasos is called Divriatorahazos. So that you do all the mitzvahs. That you make sure, because if we had more details than this, then we wouldn't we wouldn't be focusing on all of them. That's Alderak Drush, another way how to understand the uh, the Pasik. This whole package is to teach us we shouldn't choose Okay. Moving right along. Paraglamet. When all these things come upon you, when all these things come upon you, the brachas and the klalos, and I will return, you shall return, or your hearts will return. You'll do tshuva. There will come a time, the Rama mentioned this in Hilchas Tshuva, the Bnei Yisrael will do tshuva, there's a promise that we'll come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem will do, bring us back, keep us galias. Hashem will circumcise our hearts. Right, that's one of the uh, one of the Ramazim of Elul is right here, right in the pasuk. Es levavcha ve es levav zarecha liavas Hashem alakecha to love Hashem bechulu. The Ksav Sofer, the great son of the Chasam Sofer, picks up on the beginning of this this pasuk. The first couple of psukim here and what the flow is. What's the flow? Aleph Bays Gimel. He has it in source number eight. What's the psukim? All these um, events that I gave to you, you will think about it amongst the goyim that I'm going to send you out towards an exile. V'shavta, and you'll come back with all your heart. V'shamata b'kolo. Hashem will return you. The nearly levar psukim elu. Let me explain. One of the great darshanim of our history. V'nei Moshe Rabbeinu v'shalom iftiach lanu. Moshe Rabbeinu already promises us here, and the Nevi'im promise us that we will return. Exile is not forever. We will return. Don't think as some of the other religions have told us. God has rejected us. God has taken a substitute religion. Maybe you used to be the chosen people, but not anymore. We see such a lengthy golos. And again, every gadol that speaks about this, you know, hundreds of years before, we read it. You now we think about the arichas golos then. Right, that's a pasuk in Eov. He's alluding to. As we lean about. And what do we say? We answer, I Hashem says, I will never forget you. You're a child. You're a child. There could come a time in extreme situation in a relationship where a parent might even have to say to a child something. We're stronger than that. Remember the Gemara. Still, and Hashem will always connect to us. And the pasuk says, "There's a pasuk in I think in Shayot, the Gemara darshans it in in Shabbos that petas." Remember the story that Yitzchak Avinu was the only one that could defend Klal Yisrael. Avram didn't. So it's based on this passage. Avram, but he's going to take it in a different way now. Avram didn't know us. Yisrael didn't recognize us. 
Ato Hashem Avinu Goaleinu. What's the pshat of the pasuk? Says the Ksav Sofer. Sometimes we're not identifiable as the children of Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov. And when Hashem goes to them and He says "Nu," no, they say we don't recognize them. We don't recognize them as our descendants. Hashem is still our Avinu. The end of the pasuk. Ato Hashem Avinu. Because you will never forsake us. That's your promise. Once he chose Avraham, because Avram chose him, it's forever. That's Hashem's promise. Ki ata avinu, ki Avram lo yadanu. Gam shanu vajrega garua. Acha Avram lo yakiro sanu. Avram doesn't recognize. Vi Yisrael lo yadanu. We don't. Still, Hashem, you are, you are our father. That's all background to the pshat that he's going to give. Vihine line 24. Onesh hagalos shanu nonashim ba. Why did Hashem send us into Galus in the first place? It's not because He hates us. It's because He loves us. It's because He didn't want to destroy us. And He took a Mikdash instead. He took a Mashkon. As we speak about on, on Tisha B'Av. So we learned a lesson. Sometimes we go into Galus and we're so comfortable we forget that we're in Galus and we don't, we're not learning the lesson. But the point of Galus is to recognize that we're missing something. Know what the purpose is. Know what the purpose is. And that's the point of Galus. With this background, says the Ksav Sofer, A, that... Hashem never forgets us. And no matter what we do, Hashem is our Father. And number two, Galus is for our good, to bring us back. And again, those of us who have the schus of living here in Eretz Yisrael, we're still in Galus. We don't have a base of Migdash. We're not in the same level. Baruch Hashem, what a schus it is. But we're still davening for the Yerushalayim Yircha. When all of these things happen to you, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, when all of these things happen to you, the ups and the downs of Galus, you have ups and downs throughout your history. But you realize, throughout all the pogroms and all of the terrible times, you're still around. You're still around. Right. The terrible, you look around any objective, you know, third party, we'll look around to what happened to the Jewish people in the past 2,000 years. There's never been anything like it. There's never been more tsarists to one nation. And there's never been a nation that survived so many tsarists. So the Pukim say, when all these things come to you, habracha v'aklala, Right, then you'll come back to me. You'll realize what it's all about that I have not forsaken you and I'm still with you. And that will lead to Vishavta and Vishav and the Kibbutz Galios. And you'll realize that I'm always with you. Just focus and realize. Right, as we started off, to be Nitzavim to think about Jewish history and think about where we are and how we're still how we still are as a as a nation. And the way that we survive though has to be in a more positive way. And we'll end off with the thought from Ramosha that he talks about so often in his writings. We've quoted it from him before. Towards the end of the parsha Hashem says, choose, make the right decisions. Make the right decisions. Pasuk says in the end, Pasuk Lamed Beis. Where are we? Uvacharta b'chayim l'matichyeh atavazarecha. That this this that next parsha. No, I'm sorry. Here it is. The second, it's Pasuk Yutes. Pasuk Yutes towards the end. Lamed Yutes. Haidosi b'chayim ayom zrayim v'saaretz hachayim v'amaves habracha l'klav uvacharta b'chayim. So that you shall choose life so that you and your children live. Rashi. Choose in the chalik of life. 
Ka'adam omer lebeno, bechar lecha chelik yafe, benachlasi. Hashem saying, choose, I'm telling you what to choose. Make the right decision. Says your Moshe, I want to connect it though to the next phrase. The Pasha Pshad is that choose life, and you and your children should choose life so that you live. So you can kind of read the Pasik. It's kind of what the Pasik means, the Pasha Pshat. You and your children should choose life. Ramosha says, no. Choose life in a way that you and your children should live as Jews. Because our decisions in our Avodah Hashem, says Ramosha, could be, Oy, Slichas week is so hard, I hate it. I can't believe this. Why do I have to do this? Right? And we could complain to our kids, it's so hard. And it's hard not to complain sometimes. Or we could say, I'm, I, I'm very tired, I have to lie. I'm very tired, I'll have to wake up early. But you know, it's, it's Rosh Hashanah. And it's Aseris Yimei Tshuva. And this is, what, this is what we do. Because we take this time seriously. Lamai nafkamina, I'm getting up for Slichas anyway. The nafkamina is what the children hear. The nafkamina is the next generation. Says Rav Moshe, so often he writes this. Choose life in a way that you're We could do everything, but it's not mashpia. I have to. I believe in Hashem I don't get any simcha from it. But I do it. It would have been better off if we wouldn't have this. No. We have to do mitzvahs with a simcha gedola. And if we do mitzvahs like that, so as we, again, finish up this, Baruch Hashem, 14th year of learning together, we have to try to keep doing it in a way of the mantichia to give over Torah and realize the beauty and the and the schus it is to learn to be able to to um, have a Rosh Hashanah to have a Yom Kippur what a schus it is to be able to have these wonderful amazing days and Bel Hashem we should try to do our best to to prepare for them to get ready for them everybody should have a a a year of bracha a year of nechama a year of geula Yeshua's v'nechamos and a year of limud. But as the Mashiach should come tomorrow, and we'll still be learning as we learn today, according to Rabbeinu Bachai. A year of Limud, you know, the, the cycles won't stop because Mashiach will come. Be'ez Hashem, they'll continue. Be'ez Hashem, we should be zochet to all good things in this year, Haba Aleinu Litova. So again, next week, I'll try. We'll see if we're going to have a shear. Unclear. Um, if not, then there might be the long break now. But we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what we can do. Okay, we'll stop here.